What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 104 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by my brother from the same mother, Lester Jones. What's up, everybody? And let's see who else we got here this week. It's none other than the Ninth Wonder, Chocolate Thunder, the Prince of Principles, the Earl of Ethics. He never steals, he never curses, he only fingers prison purses, the phenomenal A.J. Singh. <laughs> prison purses. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> um, so I figure like uh, in a while we'll talk about all the Marvel news that came out of San Diego uh, Comic Con, but... Uh, besides that, have you guys been like watching stuff or listening to anything this week? Man, I, I've been watching more of Crazy Ass Girlfriend, and my <laughs> estrogen levels are going through the roof. <laughs> How many seasons <laughs> of that show are there? Quite a few. I think there's like five. Okay. Yeah, they're actually going to do more, but one of the main writers on the show died, so they just decided to end it there. What's that woman's name? Like Rachel Bloom? Or Rachel something? Bloom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's really funny, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just her the way she moves and acts you know some people just have like a, a way about them that's just hilarious yeah some people just like are really good at physical comedy and just yeah, yeah can be funny without saying anything she she plays crazy really well so i'll give her that, She's really <laughs> good at that. and uh, i also watched um just just youtube breakdowns of like silent hill gameplay and because uh, i play silent hill 4 the room Oh, okay. And uh, we talked about Silent Hill recently, and I was like, I wonder what other Silent Hill games there were. And uh, I went through the whole walkthrough, and I was just like, man, Silent Hill 1 and 2 look really good. I should have played those. The only one I ever played was 2. Like, when we were in college in Bozeman, like, we played it. And, like, seems like it was, like, pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah. 4 was creepy, too, but it was a different... Different people made that one, so I figured it's probably a different experience. I remember with 2, like, you could get, like, multiple endings, but I... I just played like and got whatever ending I got, and I never went back and tried for the others. So with a four, I I was very close to beating the game, but then something happened with my hard drive, and I lost uh. like all the the progress I made. So like uh, I didn't even bother trying to start over again. I was just like, whatever, man. Man, that always sucked. Like back in like the PS one and PS two games, where you had to use memory cards, and like sometimes it would just fucking fail, <laughs> and you'd like lose everything. Yeah. I remember. Um, I got um, Grand Theft Auto 3, and I loved that game, you know, when it first came out. It was, like, mind-blowing, you know. Mm. Played the shit out of it. And I remember, like, the day I beat it, like, I just beat it, and, like, my memory card was like, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me also with uh, Dragon Age. I got so close to, I got to the final boss, and then my my xbox 360 just messed up on me <laughs> i actually started um subscribing to playstation plus just to be able to do the cloud saves so okay. like i don't have to worry about it and be like okay it's in the cloud <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have to buy space for that like apple they make they charge you like monthly for yeah i, I forget what it is monthly it's not like anything insane I think it might have been like I forget maybe like sixty dollars for a year. It wasn't oh, like, okay. It's nothing terrible. I mean, they have this thing now where you, they had like tiered pricing. I think where like if you go for uh, the higher tiers, you can like have access to certain games and stuff. But I don't really care about that. I just get the the base level one that lets you do the cloud saving. Yeah, it, it does give you some like free games as well, but usually not ones that I'm into. I figure a lot of people are using that because, like, one terabyte or two terabytes just isn't enough for a lot of games on your PS5 or PS4 even. Well, it, it 
as far as storing games, you would still have to, you know, if you wanted more storage for the action, this is just for like the save data. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted like more room just for games, you would have to get like a external like hard drive or something. I haven't really bumped into it on the PS5 yet. Like usually, like there's like a game I'm just done with that I can delete off, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I, but uh, the other thing is, is I think overall, like the the overall. Um, uh, I think the SSD and how fast it loads, like they don't like the file sizes of PS5 games. I think on average are actually smaller than PS4. Mm. Oh wow! So like, because I remember like I had uh, Red Dead Redemption Two on my PS4 and it took up a shit ton of space. Mm. <laughs> it was a huge file. <laughs> um. So, um. But yeah, I haven't ran into any troubles yet. Okay. Uh, what about you over there, Satchmo? You uh, watch anything good? Whatever. I don't know. I've been watching American Pickers in like my one hour a day of TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's what sucks about work, man. You get off work and everything, and then you got at most like a couple hours to watch something, you know? Yeah, I did watch another episode. The Old Man came out, and I watched that. It's pretty good on Hulu. Hulu. The Old Man. I talked to you about it a little bit, but I do kind of like the stories where like old guys are... Kind of like tough bastard. The grizzled old man coming back yeah. for revenge. The grizzled, the grizzled old man. <laughs> yeah, like it makes me think of Clint Eastwood in El Torino, like the ultimate like grizzled old man. <laughs> He's just just sitting around hating everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you do like yeah, like like the Liam Neeson like action movies. <laughs> the old man is gonna still kick ass and doesn't. Yeah, Liam Neeson still does a bit. I don't know, man. Those are too unbelievable for me to think like an old guy could do any of those things. What about Tom Cruise? <laughs> he looks young. <laughs> I mean, he's staying in good shape, but he's like 60. Yeah. He's doing crazy ass shit. Yeah, but he looks young. I mean, he's kept himself in shape his whole career. I mean, he's drinking that baby blood for sure. <laughs> yeah. He's getting stem cells somehow. Yeah. <laughs> the secret is Scientology. <laughs> It's probably true. Yeah, I mean, you gotta money. Get your, you gotta get your Z-tones or whatever. All, all, all like the lower level uh, Scientology people, or maybe the people that try to leave, that they're ground into like Soylent Green that he, he consumes. <laughs> He's like one of the high level people. People disappear right? in Scientology. I mean, apparently, like, if you try to leave, like, they will fuck with they, you. They will, like, literally lock you away. Hmm. Scientology. Once you join... You're in for life. L. Ron yeah. Hubbard. I mean, he made a... I think his whole goal was to, like... Before he even started the religion, was to, like, make a religion so he could avoid getting taxed and make a bunch of money off of it. Probably. Well, he had some quote was like, where religion is where the money is. Yeah, something like <laughs> yeah. that. So, he knew, he, he knew what he was doing. He had a goal, and uh, <laughs> he went for it. I mean, I keep thinking we should make our own religion. But I, He must have been charismatic or something. I don't know. I doubt they'd listen to us bozos. <laughs> hey, do this. <laughs> we need to find a patsy who's really charismatic. Yeah. Well, there's a large psychological component when you first start, right? Like, they put you this machine and basically anything that's, like, embarrassing or weird or whatever, you just, like, keep telling the stories and the stories again and again and again until, like, it doesn't affect you anymore. Like, you kind of numb yourself to it or something. <laughs> that's part of their process. But no, there's a, I don't know. I remember like, um, I think maybe my grandparents had it. It was like a, like the Dianetics book or whatever. 
and it was like set up like a medical textbook. It was like it was like three inches thick or something. <laughs> and you know how like old books would have like little indents in the side with like A, B, C, whatever. And like yeah, it had those. It was like I don't know. It was over the top. I mean, I would think it'd be hard to fill up a book with a lot of information. But if they're just making up whatever, then I guess they could make you know big ass books all the time. Maybe you have to have like a, a mindset or something for that because like I mean if I like am like I want to think up something I'm like you know it's like Jeopardy time it's like I can't make up shit <laughs> you know there's those group of people that are into like the whole ancient aliens thing we could make a book that the ancient aliens you know <laughs> wrote that only we can translate <laughs> that only we can translate uh, like fucking John Smith from uh, Mormonism or whatever that guy's name <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I just always think of that South Park episode. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> um, I've just been watching like the same week to week stuff. Uh, the Orville. Haven't had a chance to watch last night's episode yet, but the one before that. Uh, spoiler guest star Dolly Parton. Oh, mm. everybody's favorite country music singer. <laughs> Dolly. People do seem Parton. to love her. Mm. Well, she's a good person. She actually like does yeah, charity. That's what I've heard. Like she does a lot of charity work yeah. and like. Uh, I finished The Flash Season 8. Ooh. Not bad, not bad. In fact, I think I liked it better than the previous season. Okay. And then another episode of Only Murders in the Building continues to be a good show. Is there a murder every episode? No, there's just... Uh, one murder? The one murder they're trying to solve all each the season. Episodes. <laughs> only, only a murder in the building? Well, I should say, so far, I think only one murder. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they drop another murder eventually. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, very, very entertaining show. Um, so, yeah, before we get into the main show, like I have here, uh, last weekend was the old San Diego Comic-Con and a bunch of Marvel uh, news. I see what you did there, because they're all <laughs> fucking commies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a bunch of Marvel news. So this is straight from Marvel.com. Um, so I figured I'd just go through these, see what you think. Um. Um, so the one coming up, I mean, this is coming up imminently, August 17th, uh, She-Hulk, Attorney of Law. I mean, we already kind of knew that, but did you guys see, uh, watch the like the new trailer for it? I'm Not an attorney, one. I have nice hair. And she occasionally, like Deadpool, breaks the fourth wall. Uh, my favorite technique. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that, I could if it's funny. I, I did see a little bit of uh, her getting trained by uh, Bruce, Bruce Banner, like he was... Yeah, that was, a good, that was a big part of the trailer okay. as well, yeah. yeah. What's kind of fucked up is like, fi- finally someone comes along that the Hulk could fuck and it's his cousin. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Think about it. Well, if he's from like the South, yeah. dude, that's not stopping him. <laughs> is he from Springfield or Shelbyville? It might work. <laughs> uh, some of these things we already knew about, but they they put a date on it. So, Secret Invasion. Uh, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn reprise their roles as Nick Fury and Talos in Secret Invasion, arriving on Disney Plus in spring of twenty. 23 uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania uh the world's greatest grandma or parentheses that's scott lang i don't know what the fuck that means and the rest of the ant fam uh meets their greatest foe yet kang arriving in theaters february 17th 2023 the world's greatest grandma i don't know didn't people say ant-man was okay but i never watched that one Eh, i escaped without watching i didn't think it was that good 
Just go on Disney Plus. I, I think you have to watch the whole MCU start to the finish. The thing is, like half of them, I don't even remember if I saw them or not. I'm well, like, that's why you got to. Sounds familiar. That's why you got to watch them all, and maybe and some of them you'll double up on, and some you won't. But I've already been watching the, like the shit. I don't want to watch the shitty ones. There's just too much. The first Ant Man was decent. The, the second one's totally watchable, but a little bit bland and forgettable. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Nebula, and the rest of the Guardians are back for the Cosmic Adventure, arriving in theaters May 5th, 2023. I mean, Gamora's got to make a return at some point. I know, they didn't mention her, but I mean, didn't like, uh, I haven't watched Endgame in a while, but didn't like her from a different time period, like, end up joining the group at the end of that one? It seemed like it. Well, I mean... Yeah, I thought she did. I'm not but sure. then All in, I remember, she showed up and, like, need him in the groin. Yeah, she did that. Right. So, yeah. And, and then Thor, Love and Thunder, they didn't have her at all, I don't think. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to, uh, to and see. And in Endgame, she was at Tony Stark's funeral. Like, she was part of the group or something. But after that, you just don't see her again. Yeah, I, I mean, I figure a large part of that movie is going to be their relationship, or at least I would think so. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, this one I thought they were actually pushing to 2023, but no, it's coming out uh, November 11th, 2022, so that one's something to look for. Now, did you watch that trailer? I watched some of it. I, I don't know if I saw the whole thing or not. I watched it on YouTube. I saw some parts, uh, you know, people reviewing it and stuff. You should watch it, because I got to say, like, the first Black Panther movie, like, overall, like, it's fine. I'm a little lukewarm. I think it's got third act problems and also some bad CG in spots, but I liked it. Uh, I don't know if, like, if this will be great, but I got to say, they cut a good trailer. I really like this trailer. All right. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And, like... I know it's emotional. The the very end of it, they kind of tease, you know, somebody in the Black Panther suit. Yeah. And I got to say, like, maybe it was a camera trick, but it did not look like a large enough person to be, like, that big guy they were talking yeah. about. So I'm almost thinking it's, like, one of the women, either his sister or uh, yeah. uh, his girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, I'm more inclined to think it's going to be his sister, but, I yeah, I'm not sure who it was. I do think it'll be a, a slimmer person, smaller, slimmer person. Also, uh, Namor is in it. Yeah, uh, he's going to be, like, of Mayan background, I think. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. He actually yeah. speaks some, uh, like, ancient Mayan, I guess, or some, some language that was made for this movie. Somewhere I read the actor's name, but it wasn't somebody I recognized. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who he is either, but I heard he's a good actor in, in uh, South America, I suppose. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see that for sure. Also, um, it looked like um, that Ironheart character makes yeah. her debut in, in that. Yeah, Riri Williams. I'm waiting for Iron Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't rebooted that somehow. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, next, the the... Kind of sequel to Hawkeye we've all been waiting for. Echo. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Following the events of Hawkeye, Maya Lopez's ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown, streaming exclusively on Disney Plus in summer of 2023. Okay, I'm putting it, laying it down. We're not watching it. All right, I, I we am, are watching. I am gonna watch that just because. Okay, but I'm not. Daredevil is gonna be in it. But it doesn't say Hawkeye's in it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like anything about Hawkeye, <laughs> well, <okay>. including her. <laughs> Any well, that's Hawkeye. not that's not entirely true. I do like Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> He'll be, but in they it. ruined him kind of in a, like or made him a lot less. I heard that uh, Daredevil and uh, Kingpin will both be in this show. Yeah, uh, one show I am uh, definitely more looking forward to. Uh, Loki season two also arrives uh, summer of twenty twenty three. Okay, yeah. I'll agree to do that one. 
we're doing all of these. You know, I, we're doing all of them. You guys will sit there talking. I'll just, I'll just nod my head. Uh, this one I'm not excited for, but it might be okay. Blade, um, Hersha Ali stars in the upcoming movie, and it arrives November 3rd, 2023. It'll either be amazing or it'll blow chunks. Yeah, that, that one, I think there's a lot of pressure because they already made a great Blade movie, you know? I, at some point, should go back and watch the Blade movies. I've seen, like, scenes from the first one, but I, 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 I never really watched it, you know? Oh, okay. So maybe I need to go back Who's and gonna it. Who's going to be Blade? Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Uh, what was he? He was in... Uh, he he was, like, he was in House of Cards. He was in... Um, was he in Green Book? The, the, I think so, okay. yeah. I never saw that movie. Yeah, he was. i never seen it, but mm-hmm. he was in that. Um... He was in. I've never seen Moonlight, but he was in that as well. Oh, okay, I know who. It's, yeah, he's he's been in some stuff. Yeah, I've seen him in some other stuff. Maybe. Yeah, I've maybe liked. The Wire or something. I've seen. Oh him yeah, he in, was yeah. in The Wire, and he was also in uh, Luke Cage season one. That's right. That's right. Uh oh, so Ironheart now. Uh, uh, meet Riri Williams first in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and then in her own solo series arriving fall of 2023. Man, this show might be okay, but it, I, to me it seems totally unnecessary. Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Uh, who's been messing up everything? You know the rest. Find out what she's been up to. Agatha, Coven of Chaos, arrives winter of 2023. Like, I didn't mind her as a side character, but... Was she a, the mother-in-law and bewitched? Basically, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. I don't know. I'm okay with that. I mean, like, when's it coming out? Uh, this is all the way winter of 2023, so like a year and a half from now. Maybe around Halloween time. So it's kind of like in the theme of possibly being like, you know, Halloween and witches and stuff, you know. Now here's what I'm actually excited about. Uh, Daredevil Born Again. The Man Without Fear returns with both Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio reprising their roles as Matt Murdock and Wilson Fisk, respectively. The original series arrives spring of 2024 on Disney+. Plus. Now, the bizarre thing, I don't know if this has been con- concretely like uh, uh, substantiated or whatever, but I heard it's going to be 18 episodes. That's great. <laughs> I mean, it could be, but that seemed like... It, like we'd be complaining because like six is too few, but like to go from six to eighteen seems like a a pretty big jump. It's a huge jump, but I mean, as a as a fan, I, I more content the better for me. Yeah, I'm okay with as long as it's good, man. I'm I'm good as long as it's good. As long as it's man. good, you hope it's good. Maybe there'll be like thirteen minute episodes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, Captain America: New World Order. The NWO. Sam Wilson is the new man with a plan, arriving in theaters May 3rd, 2024. Nah. Yeah, like, the Captain America movies have been, like, okay. They don't really knock my socks off. I mean, well, actually, Civil War was pretty good, but that was almost like an Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, even in the future, we don't know if Captain America is going to be, like, a an interesting movie. Because, like, it could lead up and build up towards, like, something that, you know, is fun to watch. That's true. Mm. And you got a brand new guy. If they follow the Bubba Gump line, it's going to be fireworks. What are you talking about? (laughs) Remember when they had the show? Uh, Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a callback too far. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Join us for references we don't even get. Um, next, Thunderbolts, an exciting new group of heroes arriving in theaters July 26, 2024. Was that, uh, that was a full comic? Yeah, so like, 
It's weird because, like, I've, I haven't read a ton of Thunderbolts. The, the run of it I read was almost like, uh, almost felt like the Suicide Squad. Like, it was villains doing, like, kind of off-the-books work. But I think when it first started out in, like, the 90s or whatever, I haven't read it, but I believe the thing was, like, something happened. A lot of the regular heroes were, like, gone. And so, like, this group showed up, and it looked like Marvel heroes. But then the twist was you found out they were actually, like, villains portraying, like, the heroes or something like that. Um, But anyway, this is going to be a group led by, uh, what's her name, Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Val. Yeah, I think like Allegra something Fontaine or something. Oh, is that what her name is? It's oh, weird. she was in some. It, it's something weird. She was in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, and okay, yeah. Yeah. But she was just kind of like an asshole in that. She, yeah, she's like she's like a government asshole or something. Yeah. But I mean, in truth, she's like a comedic actress, right? Yeah. yeah that's, that's where she shines. I mean, they might give her some funny lines. I could yeah, see maybe. that. Uh, but... Um, I think like rumored to be in the group is like like uh, um, the new Black Widow, um, maybe I think Winter Soldier, uh, Baron Zemo. I think um, God, there were some other ones too that I've, I'm blanking What's on. What's Baron Zemo gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a weird group of like some villains, some heroes. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Hopefully, they get Hawkeye in there. <laughs> Um, okay. Now, I think, it doesn't say it on here, but I believe that, like, is the end of Phase 5, and then now is the beginning of Phase 6, which is the Fantastic Four. Marvel's first family arrives in theaters November 8th, 2024. Production kicks off next year for the feature film that introduces Marvel's most iconic family. Well, hopefully they do it right. (laughs) Yeah, it's so hard. It just seems like it's so hard to get the Fantastic Four right. I think they got a shot. Who's in it? Um, they haven't announced the cast oh, they yet. Have. Okay. I mean, uh, there's speculation whether John Krasinski is going to be the dude or not. You know? I heard it, it Penn Badgley is also up for consideration. Oh yeah, I heard that name, but I I don't know who he is. He's from a uh, You on Netflix. Oh, I've never seen that. Okay. I've heard of it. I heard that uh, Jason Siegel, I think, was being considered for the the thing. I'm oh. guessing that's mostly voice. He's I, he's kind of a big guy. Yeah. I mean the thing. The thing, once he turns into the thing, it's really just the voice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Michael, Michael Chiklis kind of looked like the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I've been sweating like this in ages. Uh, I got a sauna here. <laughs> and then 2025, they're bringing out the big guns. Two Avengers movies. So first, we get Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. Uh, phase six of the Marvel Cinematic Universe promises compelling storytelling and continues in theaters May 5th, 2025. And then later that year, we get Avengers Secret Wars on uh, November 7th, 2025. Yeah, I'll watch it. We'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. I, I, I don't know if uh, Kang is the one behind the Secret Wars in the second movie or if he's like, a, if that's a separate thing. I can't be sure. I mean, you have to think that the fact that they're coming out in the same year, they're going to do something like a cliffhanger yeah. to lead into the other one. So yeah, I don't I'm not sure what it'll be. Yeah. But, but I think they might be connected then. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. And uh yeah, that's the last one they have on here. So now uh, conspicuous by its absence was anything standalone X-Men. That's strange. And also they didn't put a date on Deadpool 3. Right. 
Oh, shoot. Ryan Reynolds in the ass for real. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the first movie, actually. <laughs> I think that's the only part I laughed at. <laughs> he just got shot straight up the asshole. Man. Oof. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Getting shot in the asshole. Right up Main Street. <laughs> what do you guys think on, on this list you're like most looking forward to? Gosh, so many, but... TV-wise, Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil TV-wise. Mm-hmm. Movie-wise, I like uh, the both Avengers movies and Fantastic Four. And I'm interested in uh, Black Panther, see where they go with that, too. I mean, I definitely am uh, looking forward to Guardians. Since yeah, pro- Guardians, Guardians, Guardians 1 is maybe my favorite Marvel movie. It's mm-hmm. definitely up there. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. The, o- the only one that... I think... The original Iron Man and Guardians are like my two favorite. The only ones I've watched like multiple times. I've watched Guardians multiple times. I've watched uh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok multiple times. Most of the other ones have been like a one, one and done. Man, I've watched a bunch of them multiple times. Yeah, I me too. <laughs> Infinity War, Endgame. Those are great, actually. Those are, yeah, those are awesome. And then uh, also, I watched a lot over and over again of Doctor Strange. I do like Doctor. Strange. I'd probably watch that one more time. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much rounded up. And the original Avengers movie is pretty good, too. Yeah. I've yeah, definitely like watched that, that multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think you, I've watched a, a lot of that stuff multiple times. Yeah. But d- definitely, like, Iron Man and Guardians I've probably watched the most. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, lots of good Marvel stuff to look for. Now, DC, it's your turn. What do you got for us? <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> DC these nuts. <laughs> um, all right, with that out of the way, should we get into the main show here, guys? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Uh, so DC has another Batman movie. <laughs> Everything else is going to blow dick. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so anyone who hasn't watched or listened, we're going to go around the table. Everyone's going to bring a wacky news story from around the globe to the table. And we'll see if we can't just make something funny and or entertaining out of it. And as tradition dictates, AJ, we usually start with you. So what do you got for us? All right. Let's see here. Let's start with this one. Because this one reminded me of a story that we had about India. Uh, Japanese city alarmed by biting, clawing, attacking monkeys. People in a southwestern Japanese city have come under attack from monkeys that are trying to snatch babies, biting and clawing at flesh, and sneaking into nursery schools. The attacks on 58 people since July 8th are getting so bad Yamaguchi City Hall hired a special unit to hunt the animals with tranquilizer guns. The monkeys aren't interested in food, so traps haven't worked. They have targeted mostly children and the elderly. They are so smart and they tend to sneak up and attack from behind, often grabbing at your legs, city official Masada Saito said Wednesday. When confronted by a monkey, the instructions are do not look them in the eye, make sure you uh, make sh- make yourself look as big as possible, uh, such as by spreading open your coat, then backing away quietly as possible without making sudden moves, according to Sato. A woman was assaulted by a monkey while hanging laundry on her veranda. Uh, another victim sh- uh, showed bandaged toes. Uh, they were taken, uh, taken aback and frightened by how big and fat the monkeys were. The monkeys <laughs> terrorizing the community are Japanese macaques. Uh, the kind macaques. <laughs> <laughs> the kind often pictured peacefully bathing in hot springs. One male monkey measured 49 centimeters, 
1.6 feet in height and weighing 7 kilograms, 15 pounds, was caught Tuesday by the team with a tranquilizer gun. It was judged by various evidence to be one of the attacking monkeys and put to death, but more attacks were reported after the capture. No one has been seriously injured so far, but all have been advised to get hospital treatment. Uh, ambulances were called in some cases. Although Japan is industrialized and urban, a fair portion of land in the archipelago archipelago is uh, is mountains and forests rare attacks on people by a bear bo- boars or other wildlife have occurred but generally not by monkeys no one seems to know why the attacks have occurred and where exactly the troop of monkeys came from remains unclear uh, i have never seen anything like this in my entire life saito said i'd be fucking scared to come in contact with one of those monkeys can fuck you up oh yeah uh i don't know man india and japan like maybe monkeys around the world are just getting some sort of realization <laughs> that we can fuck these people up. We can, we can take over. Did, didn't we have a story where, like, there's, like, a village where, like, a dog killed, like, a baby monkey? Yeah, in India. And then they all learned, to, and, like, they were just, like, killing all these yeah. street dogs. Yeah, yeah. nuts. They killed, like, hundreds. Mass murderers. Yeah. They, they, know, they know how to revenge. Monkeys are out-humaning humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we get all our shitty aspects. Fuck. <laughs> monkey brain we should make like a horror movie based on this like the survivors have to like fight off all the fucking raging monkeys the monkeys i mean they made a movie about birds you could make a movie about monkeys 100 percent. we have snakes and stuff monkeys are freaky and fast as hell too yeah zombie monkeys oh (laughs) or vampire monkeys (laughs) i think you could actually you could make a good horror movie (laughs) out of that just like a a group of monkeys attacking you would be pretty horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a. I can't think of a strategy out of that. Even like, if it was like those, <laughs> like those little capuchins or something, mm. be like, nah, fuck this. The movie starts with like um, somebody's like shitty kid like killing a monkey, and then they, <laughs> it's like the dog, you know, oh. and then they just like start killing everyone's kids, <laughs> and they're like, we gotta kill these monkeys, <laughs> and then it's just a, like a war between the monkeys and the humans. Yeah, yeah. I heard in India they were trying to catch them, but uh, like the monkeys are too fast, man. Like they're yeah. too hard to catch with tranquilizers. I just, imagine, yeah. You yeah. need to, you need to just shotgun those bitches. Yeah, you need to kill them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> rabbit season. Japan's Monkey got the season. right idea. <laughs> <laughs> Japan, <laughs> Japan straight up gave a monkey the death sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Open season on monkeys. I hope the YouTube algorithm enjoys us talking about killing monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just make it like a delicacy. Yeah. Monkey Shield monkey age. brains too, too, all around. Too close to human. Monkeys eating a monkey would be like eating a human in a way. Yeah, that's the joy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tabooish. It's as close <laughs> as you can get. Um. Well, from monkeys to whatever we got in manifesto round one. Man, I got garbage. Uh, Asia, Asia's richest woman loses half her twenty-four billion dollar fortune, and this is all part of the uh, collapsing Chinese real estate market. That but, reminds me. Huh? Yeah, like $24 billion down to like $12 billion. Oh, no, what will she do now? That reminds me of the guy who, who was a billionaire during the last recession. He, was, he went from $14 billion to $7 billion and he committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even worth it anymore. <laughs> $7 billion? Just Had to give myself. up one of my mansions. Fuck, it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, having $14 billion <laughs> must be really nice if $7 billion gets you killed. <laughs> I mean, once you have $14 billion, to go back to $7 billion, I mean, fuck. That's like that Scrooge McDuck where he's like, I'm losing like a million dollars a second. At this rate, I'll be bankrupt in 7,000 years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My money bin. <laughs> oh, man, so hot. Yeah. Well, talking about China and fortunes, like uh, I guess Jack Ma is turning over uh, his uh, control of Ant Group. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I never heard of that. I, I, it's part of his, like... What's Alibaba sort of thing? Part, I think Alibaba's part of it, but there's other stuff. Okay. But uh, apparently, like... It's going to be controlled by, like, central bank regulation or something. I don't know. It's something weird. Something that sounds terrible. But I don't know. It's, it just seems kind of backwards to me. I've heard of Alibaba, but what is it? I forget. It's basically, like, Chinese Amazon. Oh. You can buy, like, a bunch of, like, in bulk, like, wholesale things. Did you know, did you know like, uh, Amazon, they were originally going to call it Kadabra, and then they were like, oh, it's too close to Kadabra. <laughs> yeah, it is too close to Kadabra. <laughs> Abracadaver. That's a stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else about uh, the failing economy? <laughs> my, my balls are sweaty. Oh, man. Yeah, it's very hot here in Portland tonight, man. Um, so I got a list article here, but I'm going to turn it into a bit of a game for you guys, see if you can guess some of these. So these are eight um, kind of colloquialisms or sayings from around the globe. Oh, around the globe. And I want to see if you can... T- uh, I've heard some that I was like, I have no idea. I want to see if you can guess what they mean. So the first one comes from Italy. A dog in church. Do you know what the phrase a dog in church means? Uh, is it like a whore in church? <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody, like you don't belong there? <laughs> like somebody acting rambunctious in church? Um, everybody knows the Pope lives in Italy, but what does the dog have to, uh, do in the church? Nothing really. And that's the point. This is an Italian phrase you don't want to hear, at least not directed at you. A dog in church means that someone is an uninvited guest. It makes sense, really. No one probably invited the dog to church and all he's going to do is poop by the altar. I'll take a point for that one. Uninvited guest. Uh, next one comes from Spain. To give someone pumpkins. What does it mean to give someone pumpkins? Do they have Halloween? Do they toss pumpkins? <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's like kind of a it's, prank? It's like they, smashing pumpkins. Like, th- okay. Yeah, you smash your pumpkins. Any guesses from you? Maybe. I know they're not exactly hollow on the inside, but maybe that's what they're trying to say. Like, What's it? What's the saying again? To give someone pumpkins. Like, I, I feel like maybe you're giving them something big but hollow. Like, Okay. okay. Maybe that's when you eat a thick girl's ass. <laughs> 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 it's related to the Blumpkin. Sayings <laughs> um, about, uh, uh, about handing people random objects often need some context. Here's a case in point. If you hand someone a pumpkin in Spain, you're essentially giving them the cold shoulder. But why pumpkin specifically? For the answer, we have to travel to the sayings origins in ancient Greece. The Greeks at the time considered pumpkins, or probably squashes to be specific, to be anti-aphrodisiacs. So if someone hands you a pumpkin, you know you aren't getting what you're after. So the meaning is to reject someone. Mm. Should give me a bad case of the pumpkins. (laughs) Uh, The next one comes from Sweden. There's no cow on the ice. There's no cow on the ice. Okay, if there's a cow on the ice, that seems like easy pickings. Or maybe... uh... Another thick girl reference. <laughs> <laughs> cow on the ice. 
The ice is thin. Thin ice. Okay, so there's a guess. Uh, I'll go the opposite. Thick ice. Okay. Um, if a Swede tell, uh, tells you that there are no cows on the ice, that's a good thing. He's letting you know that you have nothing to worry about. The saying seems bizarre, but we can see how it might have come to be. It gets cold in Sweden, so in the olden days, a farmer's cows uh, could have wandered on the ice, fallen into water, and drowned. So when there are no cows on the ice, there are no worries. Mm. So the meaning is there's nothing to worry about. I'll take a point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one comes from Finland. To let a frog out of your mouth. What does it mean to let a frog out of your mouth? Burp. <laughs> oh, that's a good guess. And what about you? By the way, I haven't uh, read these, so I don't even know. Uh, burping after you've eaten a thick girl's ass. <laughs> <laughs> they always come back to it. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, if a fin tells you you've let a frog out of your mouth, you've said the wrong thing at the wrong time, and now everyone's upset. This saying makes sense in a way. Frogs uh, shouldn't be coming from your mouth, and neither should inappropriate or insensitive words. But how on earth did someone uh, come up with this saying? Is it a common pastime in Finland to stuff frogs in your face hole? So the meaning is to say something wrong or inappropriate. Uh, the next one comes from Japan. To have a wide face. What does it mean to have a wide face? You're a fucking Korean, you piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah, I think that's kind of what they think of Koreans. So you think this is kind of a slur against Koreans? Yeah. Okay, let's see. You might feel insulted if someone comments on the width of your face. But if that someone happens to be Japanese, take it as a compliment. Mm. In Japan, having a wide face means you have plenty of friends and are generally well-liked. In essence, your face is so wide that everyone's seen it, and they like what they see. Some people suggest the phrase might have something to do with Japanese beauty standards that consider wider faces to be more attractive. But unless someone from Japan can confirm that for us, uh, we'll be taking it with a grain of salt. So the meaning is to have many friends. So I have a narrow face, apparently. Uh, the next one comes from Kenya. The dog is propelled by its tail. I don't know, I'm just thinking of, like, wag the dog. Like, maybe somebody's not using their brain. They're thinking with other parts of their body. <laughs> okay, okay. You don't have, like, yeah. Or maybe you don't have a poker face or something. I don't know. Like you're easy to read. Uh, what does an excited dog do? Why, it wags its tail, of course. And that's what the Kenyan saying is telling you to do as well. The point the idiom is making is that you shouldn't be motivated to seek things that make you happy. Kenyan dogs don't just sit around. They go looking for whatever makes the, their tail wag. So be like a dog and work toward whatever makes you happy and then wag that tail. So the meaning is motivation comes from within. Uh, the next one comes from Serbia. Pretend your English. What does pretend your English mean? I want to say have some manners, but I'm guessing they don't think too highly of English. <laughs> <laughs> so you think it's like a put down of the English? I would, I would, I would kind of think so. Let's see. The Serbs don't think much about the English, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> At least that, yeah, that's if this saying is anything to go by. If a Serb tells you to act like an Englishman, you better do your best impression of a total nitwit. Just pretend you have no idea what's going on and you're completely innocent of whatever you're being accused of. <laughs> Ouch. Wonder what the English did to the Serbs. Meaning, and, and act innocent in the face of accusations. Man, look at these sweat marks. It's like I got weird... Titty marks. 
I wore white. <laughs> You'll be able to see my nipples in a little bit. <laughs> oh, stick around, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to shut this off too soon. <laughs> um, and then finally, number eight from Germany. I think this one's easy to guess, but we'll see. To live like a maggot in bacon. Oh, that's to to live well, to live luxuriously. Yeah, to me it would be like live like a flying shit or you know whatever. Mm. Um, this thing sounds disgusting, we'll admit, but the message hiding within it is the complete opposite. Just think from the maggot's perspective for a moment. Crawling around in a pile of bacon would probably be the closest it can find to heaven on earth. So if someone likes uh, lives like that magnet, they're cradled in the lap of luxury. The Germans could have probably come up with a more pleasant way of phrasing it, though. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's phrases from across the globe. AJ, do you got a story number two for us? Yeah. How much see. time do we got left? Good Lord. That was a good one. We I got like about that. 20 minutes. <laughs> Find another one of those. We're going to sweat <laughs> to the uh, to the stories. <laughs> All right. Company is planning real-life Jurassic Park with woolly mammoths brought back to life. Oh, I saw this headline, but I didn't read it, so I was kind of interested in it. It's becoming increasingly apparent that we need to take decisive action to tackle climate change. And what could be more decisive than bringing back woolly flippin' mammoths? Of course, we can all pay. We can all play our part by living as sustainably as we can, but walking to work and recycling bean tins isn't as exciting as bringing back those big hairy elephants. The idea is that mammoths as with elephants are particularly adept at bashing down forests, which might not sound conducive to helping climate change, but it could create large grasslands in the tundra of Siberia, which could help to preserve the permafrost beneath the huge amounts of harmful gas beneath uh, which uh, huge amounts of harmful gases and carbon uh, are stored. The project is the brainchild of Colossal, a company that wants to bring thousands of woolly mammoths back into the world in the not-too-distant future. The creatures went extinct around 4,000 years ago, but Colossal believes they could play a vital role in preserving the future of our planet. Without getting too far into the actual science, because unsurprisingly it's rather complicated, that this isn't exactly cloning. Rather, they want to take mammoth genetics and put them into existing Asian elephants, the mammoth's closest modern-day relative. The company is founded by geneticist George Church and technology entrepreneur Ben Lamb, and the... And the latter told Lad Bible it could be a fucking cool way to protect the planet. There is no silver bullet when it comes to climate change, he said. It's going to take a while to get to to get to Arctic rewilding. Uh, we're going to have we're going to have our first few calves in four to six years, and then and then oh, and it's going to take six to seven years before they can truly self sustainable or before they can be truly self sustainable and knocking down trees. So it's going to take a while. We need to be looking at solar and alternative energy sources. We need to be moving to electric. There's a million other things that humanity needs to do. I don't think that Colossal is the be-all and end-all, but it is a natural plan, and what's nice about it is that we think we can sequester a lot of carbon and keep the permafrost cooler, and we think that we can suppress a lot of methane from being released. Mammoths could, re- could be making an unexpected comeback. Methane is about 30 times worse for the world than carbon. There is more carbon and methane trapped in the Arctic than anywhere else. Our hope is that we can get thousands of elephants in a reasonable time period, and if we can, we can really play a role in suppressing carbon and methane in the Arctic. That's our 
goal, and that's where I think we can leave the biggest impact. While no doubt many of us would agree that it is a fucking cool idea, others have raised ethical concerns about the plan, accusing the company of playing God. Lamb isn't having that, though. He said, regardless of your f philosophical or religious views, I think what, that whatever or wherever you fall on that spectrum, we can, all, we can all agree that we have a duty to protect this planet. Someone said that until Elon Musk figures out Mars, there's no planet B, right? We've got this one. This is our station in this universe right now. We, so we have a duty to protect that and everything that's on it. Uh, when you lose a keystone species, the entire ecosystem falls apart, whether that's a herbivore or a predator or whatever. What we're doing is trying to build better tools to give modern-day conser conservationists a winning chance against what humanity is currently doing. I missed something along the way. How are they saying that the more mammoths would actually, like, curb methane? They said that they would knock down trees and help grass grow in Siberia. Huh. Because, I mean, they complain about how much methane, like, the cattle industry puts out. And you would think, like, you know, more animals, more methane yeah, that I way. Yeah, I think so, too. But, but I guess maybe if they do that, it would uh, help. I don't know. As long as it's not, like, a million mammoths running around Siberia. Just farting all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it is cool that like the possibility exists to like bring back these creatures you know uh I, I, the whole playing god thing seems to like a little over exaggerated to me like yeah, elephants still exist mammoths haven't been gone for that long yeah i mean and we mix all kinds of things together all the time i know are we playing god when we have like you know certain dog breeds fuck each other yeah. and, you know i don't know mm -hmm. so i mean we've been doing this since the beginning of time so i don't know uh, I think it's a weird kind of roundabout idea to, like, knock down trees. We can't, like, make a thing that does that itself. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> if we really wanted to do that without bringing back mammoths, yeah. we could. <laughs> yeah. It'd be cool to have it's mammoths. It's not as cool, though, yeah. <laughs> mammoths can breed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, I, you know we'd be eating mammoth at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do wonder, because, like... As far as like curbing climate change, poached, like for everything sure. else, yeah. yeah. Like as far as curbing climate change, like it, it does seem like engineers are gonna have to find us a way out of it and like build like weird shit to to help. And I'm just like, what's it gonna be? Yeah, there's some ideas out there that have some potential if it's even necessary. Oh, you're one of those, the old skeptic. Do you know like how much? How, what a tiny amount of carbon dioxide we have compared to, like, what Earth has had. Like, it's really low. Yeah, but, like, uh, you know, if some of that gets out, then we're screwed, right? I don't know. I, I mean, certain places might have issue if it warmed up, but on the whole, I'm not sure. But wouldn't you want to be, you're not in the better safe than sorry position, and let's, let's do what we can. What we have power over, anyways. I mean, the thing is, we don't really know what we have power over. So if a government is like, let's spend a trillion dollars on this, it's just getting funneled to Well, well that's people. not completely true. I mean, we know things we can do that would curb CO2 emissions. Okay. At what cost? What's the cost if we don't? <laughs> I mean, that's an existential question, isn't it? Well, I, I mean... I don't, I don't, I don't think the cost... I mean, the other thing is, is like, um, I think they say like, you know... It's not about curbing individual behavior so much because, like, over 80% of all the emissions are by, like, huge corporations. So it's, it's really as, like, reigning in corporations, right? Okay, but you're just going to raise prices when, I don't know, I've heard an argument that, 
the more likely you are to have people be able to, you know, even consider doing that is if, if they're living better. So, and the main way to do that is to bring down electricity prices. So, I don't know. It's a lot of complicated stuff going on in those equations. I guess I just don't buy that, like, the majority of the scientific community is, like, uh, you know, somehow uh, uh, coerced or something. Like, I do believe, like, the science is, like, we are contributing to it. It is causing us problems, you know. I, I mean, there are some arguments there, but... There's no way to extrapolate it like a nonlinear system or model that far into the future. It's just yeah, it's it's notoriously difficult to predict the side effects. Yeah, impossible even. But can't we see already that on average, like cer- certain like weather patterns are becoming more severe and things like that? I don't know because the data doesn't go back so far that you can have anything that you can definitively say like. Oh, this is substantially worse, rather than just saying, "Oh, this is like noise," you know. Essentially, this is like far out from like just noise or random fluctuation. All right, we'll get off the politics and see if you got something funner to talk about. All right, famous uh, serial killers, <laughs> Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. So apparently, uh, well, they killed a bunch of people in like the '80s, and they had like sex slaves and shit. But uh, when they caught them. Leonard Lake took a like a cyanide pill or something. And he killed himself. And the other guy was uh, he's been like really fighting with the legal system and stuff. But he was sentenced to death in like 1999. And so just now California upheld that uh, he could indeed be, have been sentenced to death. So he's still on death row. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll be on death row for another 30 years. Right. So since like 1980, that's been 40. You know, two years or whatever. Oh, well, he got life in prison. <laughs> yeah. Most likely he'll die in prison. Yeah. Plus the uh, governor of California is not letting any anyone die on his watch, so. Mm. Other guy was smart. He's just like, I'm done. You yeah, got me. Got out of there. Take this my cyanide. Did, this guy did 40 years. Where do you get <laughs> cyanide pills? Yeah, where do you get that from? In 1980? <laughs> well, I think he was like ex-military, so he, he had probably some weird shit going on in his brain. Who knows? Uh, I've never heard of either of those serial killers. Not that I like watch a shit ton of true crime stuff, but I haven't heard those names. They're pretty big because they were like, you know, a, not a couple, but they worked together, you know. I hear people. Kind of rare, I hear happens. people talk about Ed. Is it Ed Gein? Ed Gein. Ed uh, Gein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what did he do? I'm not even. Oh, he was. He was like. He would dress up like a clown. You know, he was like a normal. He was like. I thought that was no, John Wayne Gacy. Oh, was that Gacy? Gacy? Oh yeah, mix. No, he like dig up corpses and like cut their faces off and make like lampshades out of their skin and weird shit. Like he'd wear their skin, right? Yeah, I think so. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. He dig up corpses, so he he was. I, I don't know if they said he actually killed anybody, but he was definitely like. Oh, I thought he was a serial killer. I thought he, he killed a woman. Like he he might have at killed a some bar people. or something. He used to go there. Like he, yeah, well, at least one victim. I'm pretty sure he killed. I mean, if he just dug up corpses and wore their skin, that's eccentric. But it's <laughs> <That's> not eccentric. <laughs> it gained. Let's see. I saw like part Let's of see that what his movie. stats are. Butcher of Plainfield, Plainfield Ghoul. I mean, if they called him the Butcher, I'm... I'm well, it says murderer and body snatcher, so there were oh, murders in there. He was dual-wielding. <laughs> Grandfather of Gore, 
the ghoul grandfather. That's kind of a good name. Don't give him cool names. Maybe maybe he just got tired of like digging up bodies, and he's like, "Fuck, this is too much work. I'm just gonna start killing people." So much easier, just kill them. (laughs) Two confirmed murders. Just two. Seven suspected. Oh, seven suspected. Nine corpses mutilated. (laughs) So he's got some stats. Um. Okay. Okay. I got another. List article here to go out on. Now, AJ, you like the old TikTok, right? Yeah. We'll see if you've seen any of these. TikTok, motherfucker. Uh, five most insane TikTok trends and challenges that have hurt people. Uh, number one, the milk crate challenge. Yes, yes. <laughs> this was this is just a bunch of people. I don't know, like in different cities all over, and they would get milk crates from I don't know where, stack them up in like a triangular you know shape, and then climb up step step by step, and Every time they'd fall in the middle, so they'd have this huge drop. But that was their thing. They tried to get all the way across. I think I've seen like one person do it. <laughs> so yeah, it says, let's start with a classic, the milk crate challenge. What you're supposed to do is build a pyramid out of milk crates and climb over it. Now, if you ever worked with milk crates, you know that they're meant uh, to stack, but they aren't that stable. A person climb- climbing over them could easily slip and fall from a height of several feet. And then it happened. In August 2021, rumors started circulating on social media that a woman from Dallas, Texas, had died trying the challenge. The good news is that the rumors are wrong. She did not die, but she was seriously injured and got taken to a hospital in critical condition. Uh, Next, the magnet challenge. Uh, This challenge seems particularly gross since it targets young children. Kids doing the magnet challenge would place two small magnets on top and bottom of their tongues. The goal is to fool their parents into thinking they got a tongue piercing. But what if the kid happens to swallow the magnets? Well, that's potentially life-threatening and will earn you a trip to the hospital. You might also get to enjoy excessive surgery. Case in point, an 11-year-old British boy managed to swallow five magnets trying the challenge. The magnets ruptured his bowel and the doctors had to remove five inches of his intestines to save his life. In another case, doctors had to cut off a nine-year-old boy's appendix, entire small intestine, and a foot of large intestine because he swallowed magnets while attempting to challenge. Damn. I hadn't heard of that challenge, but I had heard of, like, kids dying from, from swallowing magnets. Because yeah. they get in there and they... Well, I know, like, one kid had basically, like, clamped his, like, intestines shut and it ended up killing him. A magnet did that? Yeah. Well, he swallowed, like, a couple of them, and oh. then, like, like, somehow they clinched together in there in a weird way, and it, like, yeah, um. ended up killing him. Um, the slap a teacher challenge. Have you seen that one at all? Oh, that's messed up. Uh, the slap a teacher challenge started as the bathroom challenge that dared students to sneak into the school's bathrooms and vandalize them. Oh, right. Luckily, filming the act made it easy to catch the culprits, but that didn't stop the kids. The challenge evolved into the slap a teacher challenge, which is exactly what it sounds like. The whole thing quickly went beyond just slapping, though. In October of 2021, Louisiana high school student Larianna Jackson assaulted her 64-year-old wheelchair-bound teacher. Damn! Jackson punched the teacher, causing them to tumble to the ground. Uh, She then continued beating the teacher, dealing at least four more blows. Jackson is now facing felony battery charges. I mean, that seems like less of like... Um, just her wanting to do this challenge and she was more like, I have a problem with this teacher. <laughs> yeah. Let's film it and we'll put it on TikTok. That's but what that, that was. Yeah, that doesn't seem like just, because that's pretty excessive. Especially like a wheelchair bound, yeah. like old ass teacher. Jesus. Uh, next, the blackout challenge. Uh, what happens if you don't breathe? If you uh, guessed you'd 
you die, you're correct. And some uh, kids are unfortunately finding out the hard way. Granted, the blackout challenge isn't anything new. Kids have been doing this stuff for ages, but TikTok has given the let's not breathe until we pass out game a popularity boost it didn't need. Man, as a kid, like, I would hold my breath and see how long I could do it, but I never even got close to where I would pass out. No. I don't think you can force yourself to hold your breath till you pass out. Well, apparently oh, you can. they are. The bizarre trend is... I re- could see, like, hyperventilating yourself. The bizarre trend has resulted in multiple kids dying from oxygen deprivation. In one of the latest cases, two Wisconsin girls died from trying the blackout challenge. Their parents are now suing TikTok. Here's hoping that lawsuit does some good. Uh, now, oh, but what's the thing, like... Are they trying to get TikTok to put up a like a warning? Don't try this at home on all their videos. I mean, people still have free will. Just because you see someone doing stupid shit doesn't mean you have to copy it. No, TikTok already has that warning on a lot of their videos too. Uh, and then finally, the Skull Breaker Challenge. Uh, oh boy, we're not sure where to begin with this one. The Skull Breaker Challenge is such an utterly disgusting and malicious thing to do. We're not sure how it even became a trend. So picture this. Three people stand side by side, and the person holding the camera tells them to jump. But as the person in the middle jumps, the two participants to their sides kick their feet out from under them. What happens to the person in the middle? Well, they fall down to the ground head first. This whole thing should sound like a terrible idea to anybody, yet we have cases from Miami, New Jersey, and Arizona where kids suffered serious head injuries from falling victim to the prank. Meanwhile, in Daytona Beach, the police have charged two teens with misdemeanor battery for subjecting another kid to the Skull Breaker Challenge. So, like, do they not tell the kid in the middle what... Yeah, they don't tell them. They they all pretend like they're gonna jump, and then two of them kick their legs out from underneath that one. What an asshole move. Yeah. (laughs) Man, kids are just jerks. I know, like... Some kids are definitely jerks. Yeah. That's one of those things that, like, if someone did it to me, I'd, I'd, like, instantly hate them forever. Yeah. You know? Like, I never trusted anyone who who you could tell was trying to trick you. I was like, ah, no. I mean, especially if they were filming you, I'd be like, this asshole's up to something. Yeah. But then again, these days, like, kids film everything, so maybe it's not, like, something you would necessarily automatically think about, but... Yeah. So it's the only one of those you, you, you've seen is the, the crate one, milk crate one? Yeah, that's the one I can... Maybe those were other ones were like before my getting on TikTok. But yeah, the holding your breath until you pass out thing, like... I just don't know how people have like the willpower to actually hold their breath that long to like black out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I thought I thought they'd pass out, but I didn't know they could die. Apparently so, yeah. Unless you're in water, then it makes sense. Oh. <sighs> Well, mercifully, guys, we are over the because it is hotter than fucking. I can't wait to see the thumbnail bubble. of this stuff. <laughs> Too big ol'. I know, it's like, blah, blah, all over. Luckily, I'm hiding mine. <laughs> no nips. False advertising. Man, I, keep I, them around. I feel like I shouldn't have put my pants on for this episode. <laughs> Man, I yeah. almost didn't. I was like, I should just wear my undies. <laughs> Sweating balls up in this joint. Well, everybody watching, we certainly hope that you enjoyed watching us sweat. Um, uh, if you will, please subscribe both to the YouTube channel and to your podcast service of choice. Leave us thumbs up, uh, comments, positive reviews. And why don't you come over on Twitter, the hellscape known as Twitter, and give us a follow. Guys, where can people find you? At a name for this too, and that's the number two. 
At Unsolicited S-U-G. And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z-A-C-H-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.